Hey guys, welcome to our podcast. This podcast is uh, is powered by Aviation Gin. That's right, Ryan Reynolds, our sponsor. Thank you, Ryan Reynolds, for your support on our podcast. And uh, yeah, so this podcast is, is mainly focusing on uh, same-sex marriage in Ontario. And I'm very excited to give you our take on it. Uh, my name is Elijah, if you didn't know. My name is Aris. And my name is Zeb. Okay, guys, so get this, right? In 2006, a survey was passed, and over a third of the votes supported same-sex marriage, okay? And uh, the House of Commons actually defeated a motion to reopen this issue by a vote of 175 to 123. Now, I don't know how that makes you guys feel, but personally, that, that, that makes me feel like the, uh, the choice to give LGBTQ plus members rights and, and legalize the marriage um, you know, it was a good idea. You know, obviously people in Canada wanted wanted that. And, you know, the fact that they gave it to us is, I, I don't know. I think that's a pretty good idea. What do you guys think? Yeah, I agree. Um, it, I, it's, it just kind of seems stupid to me that to, like, restrict some people from getting married. Because, like, it's not your life to choose, really. Um, there are some countries I know of that still have uh, gay marriage, you know, uh, uh, illegal. The other side of the world. Yeah, I, I mean, it's uh, it's countries like Poland and things like that, which are still a little bit behind. The Middle East. Uh, I don't know about the laws in the Middle East. I know there are some countries in that area that don't really have laws restricting anything like that. Like, uh, it's more just like you're allowed to get married no matter yeah, what the I circumstances. Yeah, I frowned down upon. Yeah, but... Um, yeah, I agree that everyone should be able to get married to whoever or whomever. Yeah, I read somewhere that um, eight of the ten provinces and one of the three territories had a, an existing ban on uh, same-sex marriage. And a lot of people actually went out of, uh, out of the province, their home province, to uh, go and, and marry, you know, whoever they were having an, an, a relationship with. And I think that this obviously was a big factor in, uh, you know, that led to the formation of the law. What do you guys think? Um, I, I know that in, like, uh, 2003, 2004 time, my parents were lesbians, and th- that's around the time where they got married. So uh, I know that um, in Ontario it was legalized. I don't know if it was fully legalized. Uh, like, I know they didn't have a proper wedding, per se, but they got married uh, legally. So, uh, I, I know Ontario's not one of them, and Ontario has been a more progressive province in general uh, compared to a province like Quebec, which is very restrictive, right. um, at least nowadays. So, um, I mean, props to Ontario for that, uh, and I'm glad that uh, those provinces have learned and, th- and that territory has learned uh, and has grown as a uh, society. Yeah, it's all about that growth mindset. I completely agree. Yeah. Yeah. So guys, in August of 1971, Canada had its first gay rights protest and it actually took place in Ottawa on uh, Parliament Hill. And, uh, you know, I think that obviously Canada is extremely prideful. You know, we pride ourselves on our our diversity. And uh, with the LGBTQ plus movement on the rise, I think that to me, it makes a lot of sense that we made it a law. I don't know. What do you guys think? Yeah, I agree. Um, you know, big protests like this is, you know, our uh, one of our fundamental freedoms as Canadian citizens is to let our voice voices be heard. 
And when such a large majority of people say, hey, maybe this is where the country should go, then, yeah, Parliament should probably listen to them. Absolutely, I completely agree. Zev, how about you, Ars? I have nothing on it. You got nothing? All right. That's fair, that's fair. So I think uh, social values have, have actually definitely changed, and people, you know, rightfully so, are actually a lot more uh, prideful and accepting of LGBTQs. And, you know, I think that's that's really good. It, it's really good for Canada to have that growth mindset and, you know, tr- just want to grow as a society and as a country and, and accept everybody for who they are. And I think that's a really big reason as to why, uh, another reason why this law was formed, you know, because everybody wants to feel safe and, and, you know, protected and accepted. Something that definitely led to the uh, formation of the law was absolutely the overwhelming support from groups like the uh, Community Homophile Association, the Font de Liberation in Montreal, the Gay Allegiance Toward Equality, and the uh, Vancouver Gay Liberation Front. And uh, these organizations supported the cause via protesting, uh, public publishing, and, uh, you know, really using any way they could to uh, get their message out to the people. And uh, actually, in the 70s, New New Brunswick's premier, Richard Hatfield, was actually confirmed gay after his death. What do you guys think about that? Oh, I I find that really uh, interesting because there's a lot of celebrities that you know about nowadays that... um have come out as gay and that you wouldn't expect like um uh tim apple ceo of or tim apple (laughs) tim cook ceo of apple um uh and then there's a few other people that you uh wouldn't expect but um it's it's sad that uh there was a time where coming out would you know kill you or you know that sort of thing, and I, I'm glad that uh, in recent years Canada has been more accepting to those, and you don't really hear as many hate crimes, but of course they still occur. I'm going to totally agree with Zeb on that one, pretty much. Some forces that reinforce the continuity of the uh, status quo are uh, absolutely the, uh, the, the LGBTQ plus rights parade and also Pride Month. Um, also, the opening up of LGBTQ plus celebrities and people with high social and political class, because you know a lot of a lot of people you know look up to these celebrities. You know they're 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 idols, and uh, when they're accepting or come out, it makes more people feel that it's okay to be accepting and also come out. And uh, but I also think that some forces that that really press change in the LGBTQ plus rights, you know, trying to give them less rights or take them away are, uh, you know, religious views and uh, also, like, the very traditional people who aren't as accepting, you know, they want everything to be like it was back when they were growing up, whether, you know, that'd be the 60s or even uh, early 2000s. What do you guys think? Yeah, I I just completely agree with all of that. Yeah, I'm gonna agree because the religion I come from, it's basically, it's really frowned down upon to be gay or lesbian and it's just it's really a traditional thing people just don't want to let go of their old traditions yeah that that makes a lot of sense thank you for sharing that ours okay now let's we're gonna go over some background information of the law so in 2003 ontario and bc courts recognized same-sex marriage as legal but it took the whole of canada 2005 
in the 20th of July. Okay, the purpose of the law was to protect the LGBTQ plus community's rights at the time, ensure that they could be married without discrimination or anyone saying anything against them. Like hate speech, right? Yeah. Okay, so there's a lot of stereotypes that went against uh, gay or lesbian people back then. Basically that they would try to put them into therapy or into mental hospitals because they thought they were mentally ill if they thought that way. So it was kind of kind of a sad thing back then. Well, yeah. in many other countries today, there are still uh, 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 like therapy sessions that uh, many LGBTQ members still go through, yeah. uh, especially in countries like Poland where they physically try to harm children in order to make them not be gay. So straight. Yeah, it's, uh, I don't, I don't remember their actual names, but, uh, it's just not good. Yeah, it's crazy to me how they, it, it seems to me like they think of it as, like, a mental illness, and, I don't know, just, it, it's, it's crazy that these, these powerful governments and, you know, all these people, even in, like, 2021, are still, you know, having to experience, experience, like, all this hate, and it's just, it's crazy. Okay, with the passing of this law, it really gave LGBTQ plus members uh, better job opportunities because before that they would be frowned down upon if they like had it on their resume and people wouldn't want to hire them because they thought it would be a horrible fit into their job. And I think it really gave them a better opportunity at sports and maybe in the law and justice system to become like a judge or a police officer or whatever. Uh, okay, so basically, in 2005, it was 38.5% of all same-sex couples were married in British Columbia, and it was 38.2% in Ontario, which pretty much shows that some people were still too scared to come out and actually marry because there's a lot of bad people out there. What do you think, Elijah? Um, I think that, honestly, it that makes me feel, like, kind of not guilty, but it makes me sad to be a Canadian when I hear stuff like that because, you know, everybody should be able to, you know, feel, feel comfortable in their own skin and, you know, be, uh, be able to feel safe. And um, I, don't, I don't know how I feel about that, to be honest. It's just, it's very negative. What do you think, Zeb? Uh, and I, I agree with you, and I kind of feel like Canada is one of those leading nations in acceptance and uh, allowing um, younger children as well as adults uh, to grow as the people they want to be. And it's disappointing to see that this country is still like this in the 21st century. And um, But I am glad that we're still moving towards a better direction and hopefully in the next half a decade, decade from now we'll be yeah, much better off than we are now. Yeah, very well put, Zeb. Thank you. 
So uh, the uh, impact of uh, same-sex marriage rights uh, socially in Canada was that uh, those of the same sex were not allowed to marry and therefore weren't allowed uh, to receive benefits such as health care and financial uh, sta uh, stability. And when given the ability to marry, same-sex couples were able to enjoy the same rights and benefits from marriage. Politically, those of the same sex, along with uh, supporters, uh, were often politically forgot about when it came to the right to legal marriage. But with events like Stonewall in the U.S. and those uh, riots out on Parliament, um, this uh, sparked uh, the integration of same-sex marriage in the political system and uh, allowed the law to be passed. The legacy of this law uh, is one that's akin to the moon landing or the destruction of the Berlin Wall. It, create, it causes great pain to remember the time when LGBTQA plus were often oppressed when listened to, and with our community as a school having a larger community of uh, LGBTQA plus students, we'll be able to look back at this and see how far we've come, and how great a step it is for not, uh, not only us as Canadians, but also as an LGBTQA plus group wow very well said zev that was that was i could not have said it better myself honestly great job man great job, Good job zev. thank you well that's the end of our podcast i hope you guys learned something i hope you had a good time because uh we we enjoyed we enjoyed ourselves so you know we we had a lot of fun researching and, and finding all this information on the lgbtq plus community and we're we're glad to have worked together um, uh, we also hope that this, this podcast gets over an 80% mark because that would really suck. Um, yeah, I've, I've been Elijah. Ours. And Zeb, he just walked away. Thank you. Good night.